Welcome back to Moon Harbor Heroes. Today's issue is Cataclysm Crew, issue 23, The Trial of the God King. On the cover, we see a courtroom artist's sketch of Alan in a Sabre prison uniform and shackled to a table. Behind him, the first rows of seats are filled with his teammates, all looking on in worry. We turn the page and our story begins. So this issue begins with a brief flashback. And it says, about a month earlier, somewhere in Moon Harbor, we see a panel of three kids, probably between eight and ten, looking out their window as the Astron spaceship erupts into flames and starts falling towards the heart of the city. We then see people running in every direction on the ground underneath mass chaos that was that day. And then evening falls and we see the three kids like slipping out of a back door and like sneaking down the stairs, sneaking like through the streets. And they get to the site of the crash, which has been taped off, but there's not currently any security there. And we see the three kids like going through the wreckage of the Astron spaceships and they pull out a bunch of just like weird tech stuff and then we see a close-up on the oldest one probably a like 10 year old girl she's black she's got really really curly hair pulled into like two tight buns one on either side of her head and she's missing a front tooth and she says this will be perfect we cut back to al and veronica and lucy on the roof of the mall as three flying people approach the mall. Al, Lucy, what do you want to do? What is Veronica doing? Veronica's freaking out. Veronica's fully like, we just, we just jumped through a, but the, but the, but we were just, now we're upstairs and this is, I just, what, how did, how did we just do that? Uh, So Lucy is shooting the dirtiest look at Al. So Al's going to put a finger on Veronica's lips and say, shut your beautiful mouth. And then he's going to teleport oh my God. down off the roof of the mall and say, Lucy, get her out of here. With pleasure. And she's going to start steering them towards like the subway or the bus or, her, or whatever they used to get here. And then Al's going to get fully into costume and from within a pocket, pull out the, uh, the hilt of his sword. Perfect. We're going to cut back inside as you pull out the hilt of your sword. And we cut over to Alan and Amber. It is now pouring water on you from the sprinklers above. And people are running around screaming and rushing for the exit. What are the two of you doing? Alan is just kind of okay with just kind of walking. But he's taken his jacket off and used it to cover uh, Amber's head to prevent the water from hitting her. And I'm kind of pushing each I'm kind of like pulling her into a side store that doesn't have as many sprinklers so it's not as wet yeah I think they're definitely going at like a more casual pace compared to everybody's running and screaming perfect what are you doing in that store there so now that we have a moment to ourselves minus the screaming uh where do you want to go now hmm Damn, put on the spot. Maybe, maybe, maybe not the mall. No, of, of course not. It, it's better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hear the park's been repaired since, you know, to the fight. Yeah, what I had to park? there. Yeah, let's let's go. Okay. And I think the two of them holding hands would walk out of the mall and begin their way. Oh, I guess just walk out of the mall. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see what happens. Walk out of the mall. <laughs> you step out of the mall, and 
right in front of you lands a uh you can't tell how old this figure is but it's pretty short with like a helicopter essentially strapped to their back um it's like they made like a jetpack but it is a helicopter and they land in front of you and they're like you villain freeze right where you are and they're pointing directly at alan and there's an editor's note that says kitty hawk kitty is spelled k-i-d-d-i-e hawk and then underneath it said gadget maker master of flight 10 years old i'm stepping in front of alan alan is like wait what what did what did i do why am i a villain they point at you and they're like we saw you on the news and you blew up town hall you are a villain so i repeat freeze villain and she puts her hand out and you see like what you recognize as like parts of the blaster cannons from the Asterons, and it like charges up and it's about to fire at you oh no kid uh i'm not a villain i promise just we need to go and i'm gonna grab amber's hand and i'm gonna okay i don't know if we've got enough time for this but i'm gonna quickly charge up some burns and what I want to then want to do is close my eyes and then both of us disappear in a bolt of lightning to, I'm going to say Max's house or the roof of Max's building. Well, let's start with um, you charging your burn. Okay. That's a seven. I'm going to mark insecure because, you know, obvious reasons. As you're about to like zap away, all of a sudden from behind you, you hear this massive roar. And then standing in the rain of the uh, falling, the water from the sprinklers, you see this like creature made out of lightning and tech. And it's standing probably like 12 feet tall. It takes up pretty much the entire space of the window. And it roars at you, opens its mouth, and like this blast of energy hits you. It doesn't hurt either of you, but it does split the two of you apart. No! Amber, you go flying... Um, in one direction, and Alan, you go flying in the other direction. Lucy, you're probably not far enough away that you don't hear that big roar and see that big blast of electricity. What do you do? Have I gotten Veronica to some form of public transportation? You're at the entrance of the subway right now. Like, the stairs going down. I think she's gonna look back at the blast, realize that she should probably go back and help her friends, and thankfully, she has a bag full of some brand new superhero uniform. So she's going to take the bag that has her stuff in it and say, I'm going to meet you at home. I'll be right back. Veronica's like, wait, no, you can't just leave like that. I, what, where are you going? I'm going to look at her and just say, please just trust me. Roll to provoke. That's a seven. Perfect. On a seven to nine, they can instead choose one. She starts to just yell and she's like, absolutely not. I am not going anywhere. I am staying right here. I can't believe that you just want me to walk away when we just got teleported. And I just don't think that you're very trustworthy right now, Lucy. You've been acting very strange. And I just... Calvin's been worried about you. I've been worried about you. But whatever. It's fine. And she, like, slams her foot down. She overreacted. So uh, you get influence over her. All right. I'll make a note of that. And then she's like, I just think that you're being really unfair to all your friends. And I hope that you know that I have no more to say here. And then she turns and she stomps down the stairs. Well, that will be fun to deal with later. And I think she's going to turn around to 
try to find a place to change and then go meet up and try to figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah, you're right near the entrance to the mall, so you could, like, dive in. It's been pretty cleared out at this point, so you could find any random corner to change in really fast. Sounds good. And let's cut back over to Al. Al, you're still on the roof? Or you portal them down to the ground? I'm on the ground. Uh, well, question. Is there one of the small children on the roof with me if I'm on the roof? Because I was imagining that I got on the floor with, on the ground with them. There's not a young child on the roof at this moment. Alright, so then yeah, I imagine I imagined Al opened the portal, had to pull them both through it again, and then once they ran off, that's when he recostumed. Then I think Al is gonna look straight up, open a portal as high as he can, and just fall through so that he can see everything and kind of survey the surroundings. Perfect. So as you're in the air, you see this kid like pointing and yelling at Alan and Amber, who you didn't know were here, but hey, they're here. And then there's this blast of electricity that comes through the doors and just knocks them aside. So can I assess the situation? Go ahead and assess the situation. I got a nine. Perfect. On a seven to nine, you can ask one question. What here is the biggest threat? As you're falling, you get a glimpse into the window. And from your angle into the window, you can see that this like electricity and gadget monster doesn't look right. There's something weird about it. And as you're falling, you can see that, like, the raindrops are, like, refracting for a second as they, like, first get into the frame of the electricity monster. And this electricity monster is not real. This is a hologram. So the thing right now that is the biggest threat is probably whoever is controlling that hologram. Okay. And then I have criminal mind. So I would like to ask, what here is useful or valuable to me? I mean, you're at the mall, so there's a lot of valuable stuff at the mall. And I'm going to say that's probably what's valuable to you. I don't know that any of this tech would be necessarily helpful for you. Okay. Is, uh, what is it called? Is every gist begins with J empty or are the workers still inside? J jewelers, they've shuttered the place. They, like, closed the gates. Big lame. Okay. Yeah, so I think Al's going to, seeing this hologram, Al doesn't see who's controlling it, right? Or does he see You do not see who's controlling it from where you are as you're falling. Do I see any projectors? Nope, you can see where the projection is coming from. It's coming from deeper in the mall. You can't see who's there. Okay, that's, I think, Al's goal. Uh, You can probably see through the window and, like, get closer if you wanted to portal through. That was going to be my plan, was to open a portal on the floor of the mall so that I would fall through and come up and then, like, fly up into the mall and then kind of, like, land in the superhero pose with my sword in front of me. You land, and right in front of you is probably an eight-year-old kid. Again, you can't see their face, but they're very small of stature. The reason you can't see their face, this person is wearing like a pretty long-flowing coat, and they have this dome on top of their head. It's made of glass. That seems to be where the projection is coming from. And there's an editor's note that says, Chrome Dome, Projections Master, eight years old. Well, Mysterio is my favorite supervillain, so can he see me? Yep, he can. Okay, I just didn't know if the dome, like, blocked his view. Nope, he's good. He can see you. Like, steps back and is immediately like, I, um, monster, get him! And the monster, like, turns around and starts heading towards him. He's gonna say, kid, kid, why are you attacking me? The kid looks at you and is like, I, I don't know, uh, Megan said that there was a villain at the mall, and we had to fight the villain. So, so real quick, can you call your monster off me for a sec? Let's let's talk, little guy. Is Go ahead it a- and provoke. 
Damn, I'm good. I got a 10. He looks at you and he's like, okay, can you just like step a couple feet to the to the right for me? Why? Well, the monster has to keep attacking the people outside and it can't attack if you're in the way of the project. I mean, if you're in the way of my mental powers. I was going to like not visibly snicker, but in his head be like (laughs) mental powers and then kind of step aside and be like, yeah, sure. The monster then turns and starts heading back towards the front of the mall. It can't go through the front of the mall because it can only be seen right now because of the rain. So it's just going to like stand in the doorway and just like roar menacingly. So I was going to like sit and like put his arms around his knees, you know, and just like pat the floor next to him and be like, sit with me. He's going to walk towards you, but probably not sit. Uh, what's your name? I'm Oliver. Hi, Oliver. I'm, I'm Blue Samurai, and I'm going to hold out a hand to like shake his little hand. He looks at you and he's like, wait, no, I'm Chrome Dome. And then he puts his hand out. <laughs> I'm going to shake it. And then, so who are the, who's the villain you're attacking? We're here to fight Tyrannus because he blew up the, the, the town hall. Tyrannus, he's, you want to hear a secret about Tyrannus? Yeah. So he's not a villain, but he is kind of a big jerk. Oh, well, we got to fight him anyway. How come? Because... He blew up the town hall, and that's wrong. Remember the big, bad, scary spaceships that were flying around? Uh, yeah, that's where we got our tech from. I mean, um, my mind powers from. Well, so he blew up town hall because town hall was keeping something from us so that we could stop those big, bad aliens. Oh, well... Someone should probably tell my friends that, because they're going to beat him up. And with that, I think we're going to cut away, and we're going to cut to Kitty Hawk standing with her foot on Alan's chest. Alan was blown backwards and was getting up, and then she, like, pushes him down with her foot. Okay, kid. Seriously. Can you, like, get off me? Can we talk? I mean, seems there may have been a misunderstanding. She says, the time for talking is over. And then she charges out the blaster again. Great. Sorry, kid. And then he's going to he's going to use move and zip out from underneath her and <laughs> appear beside Amber. Perfect. That's just you just spend a burn, right? Yep, that's just a burn to just zip across the scene past any barriers or restraints in my way. Perfect. Use the zip out of the way and you just as you're moving, you just knock her onto her bottom. Yeah, because basically like, whenever it happens, my body becomes electricity and I just and appears beside Amber. She falls down and she's like, ow, that's not very nice. And then you hear a voice from above you say, well, you can't expect anything less of a villain. And you look up and you see like three drones flying above you. And they all have like weapons pointed at you and speakers blasting sound. And I think we're going to cut away there and cut over to Lucy. Lucy, you've just put on your superhero costume. And you're probably near the same place that Al is, as Al is talking to uh, this kid, as you, like, step out in costume. Hey, guys, is everything cool or... Me and Oliver were just talking. 
Oliver looks at you and he says, "My name is Chrome Dome." Right, right. Sorry, Chrome Dome. You want to, you want to see my cool piece of technology? He nods very excitedly. Al's gonna take off the cochlear implant, the like magnetic part, and hand it to him, and then pull out his phone and start texting Flyby. He looks up and is very enthralled by it. So Al's gonna text Flyby and say, "They're just kids. I don't think we should actually fight them." She's gonna look down on her phone, look back up at him, and nod. At that, you hear a blast of explosions from outside. And we're going to cut back. Alan and Amber, you just narrowly avoided getting blasted by like 15 different lasers blasting from these three uh, drones above you. Amber, we'll probably say it's your turn. What do you want to do? How far away is that? uh, Is Kitty Hawk? Kitty Hawk's probably not. uh, Probably about 20, 30 feet away. Cool. I want to go up and talk to her because she seems to be in charge. She's getting up from where she got knocked down and she's like, ow. Listen, kid, why are you trying to, to fight Tyrannus? He's not a villain. He's a hero. Tyrannus blew up the town hall and hurt a lot of people. And that's not okay. He did it to stop the alien invasion. We couldn't have beaten them without him. Yeah, but he hurt a lot of people. We couldn't have beaten the aliens without him. He did not mean to hurt people. She looks up at you and her like, She's wearing um, a helmet, but it like unfolds and she looks up at you and she's like, are you saying that it's okay to hurt people if it's going to help more people? No, he did not expect to hurt people. But he did. He did not want to. But he did. So you're going to fight him for it? You can't talk to him? He didn't talk to the people that he hurt, did he? So you're trying to use violence because he did? On accident? He has to pay for hurting those people. He did that on accident, but you were trying to hurt him on purpose. She looks at you, and for a moment she looks very confused. Go ahead and roll to provoke. Okay. Six. She looks at you and she says, It doesn't matter that it was an accident. He killed people. We're not going to kill anyone. We just want him to pay. And then- Wait, wait. I, I killed people? Alan, like, steps forward and he's like, what do you mean I killed people? She looks up at you and her eyes are brimming with tears and she's like, you killed my dad. And then she blasts you in the chest. I'm going to say just go ahead and roll to take a powerful blow. All right. Yeah, because I was totally not ready for that. All right. That was a 10. So on a 10, you must choose one. Alan falls unconscious. Oh, man. Amber's not happy. The three drones fly down and, like, the blasters fold up into them and, like, claws come out of them. They look very much like claw machine claws. And they kind of grab Alan by the shoulders and start lifting him up into the air. Can I try to get him? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and roll to defend. Ha ha! Thirteen! Perfect. On a template, you keep them safe and choose one. I'm gonna clear a condition. I'm gonna clear that guilty from earlier. Perfect. Go ahead and, uh... Tell me what that looks like. So you said there's like claws reaching out to grab him? Mm-hmm. I'm going to like cover my body up with his and like start sparking with electricity. Since I'm assuming these, claw- these claws are made out of metal. Yep, they're part of the drones. Cool. Yeah, I, I want to send electricity through my body to like try to disable this machine. Perfect. The three drones kind of like spiral out of control and crash to the ground. And you see a little kid like come walking out from behind like a cluster of trees 
like right at the entrance to the mall. And he's like, hey, I worked really hard on those. And we see an editor's note that says, chopper, drone pilot, nine years old. I would say sorry, but you guys just knocked out my boyfriend. Kitty Hawk walks up to you and she says, well, your boyfriend killed my dad. So I think we're not even close to even. Um, You want to kill him? No, we want him to go to jail. He didn't know that he had killed anyone. He got blasted back to the past. He only just got back. He doesn't know what's happened. She looks up at you and she says, my dad was a security guard. And he always said that even if you don't know that you do something wrong, if you do it, it's still wrong. If he had uh, driven drunk and hit someone, he didn't know that he did it, but it still would be wrong, right? Yeah, it's wrong, but you don't need to use violence to, t- to take it out on him. We had to do something. Someone had to do something. <laughs> and then uh, she turns to Chopper and she says, can you call someone? Does she, what, what, what did she use to blast Alan? She has um, one of the Asteron blasters, like, built into her suit. It's built into her suit, damn it. Yeah, it's built into her suit. Yeah, like, I wanted to try to overcharge it, but if it's built into her suit, I don't want to hurt her. It's just like, it's, it's totally connected to the suit. Yep, the whole, it's all part of her. Damn, I can't even rip it out. Chopper turns and is like, uh, I'm going to call Saber and dials... And I think we get, they're calling this, or he's calling the Saber Helpline. And immediately we hear someone pick up and he says, uh, Tyrannus is here and we need you to arrest him. We're going to cut back from there to Lucy and Al inside. You all heard a bunch of explosions and there was a blast and what do you do? Run in towards it. Al is going to gesture towards his little, towards the cochlear implant and be like, I, I need that back. Oliver's going to give it to you. Cool. He, uh, I was going to fix it and then be like, hey, I think your teammates are attacking my friends. Let's uh, let's go see what's happening. And he's going to like offer a piggyback. Oliver's going to get on. Hell yeah. So when he gets on the piggyback, I was going to start just like walking through portals to get there to kind of like brag. I think that Al and Oliver are probably going to get ahead of Lucy as they go towards the battle. And Lucy's going to call after them. Show off. You're super quick. You can keep up. And then Al's going to portal through the front door. (laughs) Perfect. You get outside just as Chopper, the little kid who was a drone pilot, who you didn't see, um, is on the phone and says, "Uh, Tyrannus is here and we need someone to come arrest him. So could I make a small portal, reach the hand through, grab the phone and just like snap it in two? I'm going to have you roll to directly engage a threat to take the phone away. You reach your hand through the portal... Anybody want to spend a team? Yeah, Amber's going to try try to like distract this kid so that way he doesn't notice the portal. How are you distracting, Amber? Keep talking to him to keep him looking at me and not the portal. Perfect. He focuses on you. He's really distracted because he's trying to talk on the phone and talk to you at the same time. And the portal opens up and Al, I assume you're taking something from him? Correct. And you take the phone and he immediately is like, hey, wait, where'd that go? Because I assume the portal closed again. Correct. And Oliver leans down and Oliver's like, that wasn't very nice. I was gonna like look, look I assume from like the, over my shoulder is when Oliver says that, right? Mm-hmm. I was gonna like look up at him and be like, well, he's about to get one of my friends in a lot of trouble and I don't think that's very nice. But your friend hurt people and you said he's a jerk. He is a big jerk, but unfortunately he is my friend. 
he's done a he did a lot more good by hurting a few because imagine what would have happened with all those aliens if he hadn't done anything oliver looks at you and says this is all a lot i'm only eight i was gonna say it's okay buddy i'm only 17 and it's a lot for me too and oliver's like can i get down now i was just gonna like squat down yeah oliver gets off uh lucy what do you want to do you've just gotten outside I think she's just going to take a second to absorb the scene she has come upon because it's something. Yeah, it did, looks like Alan got knocked out by a kid. Did I hear any of the conversation that happened? You probably heard the end of the Oliver and Al conversation. Probably like, imagine what would happen with all the aliens, blah, 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 blah. What's, what's, what's going on here, everyone? All three of the kids start talking at once. I don't know if the other, if your two friends do as well, but everyone starts talking at once. Yeah, Amber's definitely talking. You know who's not talking? Alan. Or Al. <laughs> okay, so cool. So we got four people talking all at once. The text bubbles all overlap. You can't read any of them. I think she's going to walk into the middle of like everyone and just going to be like, everyone, shut up. One at a time. As you say shut up, Oliver is like, that's a bad word. She's going to turn to Oliver and be like, you know what? You're right. I apologize. Can everyone be quiet? Everyone is quiet. Thank you. Small tech children, go first. All three of them start talking at once. Slow blink. One at a time, please. Kitty Hawk is going to step forward and she says, Tyrannus killed a lot of people. And my dad was one of them. And he needs to go to jail. How is, is this the sort of child where I could like get down on a knee and talk to them and be at eye level or would that be patronizing? I don't know. You want to try it? Sure. Uh, I'm going to get down on a knee and try to look her in the eye and say, you know what? He may have done that, but I don't know if violence is going to be the best way to solve violence. I think what I, I don't think your dad would want you to do this. I think he'd probably want you to forgive him because, as I'm sure my other friends told you, he didn't mean to do it. He wanted to save people. And unfortunately, life's kind of messy, and sometimes things get in the way, and he was just doing his best. I'm going to have you roll to provoke. That is a five. Perfect. My speech was so good, though. She just immediately immediately starts sobbing. And I think she, like, sobs and, like, kind of, like, folds herself into your arms. I'm hugging this child. And she's also wearing a lot of tech, and she's heavy. I'm doing my best to support this child. And then, uh... Chopper presses a button and one of the drones comes back to life and just like yanks up on Alan's shoulder and Alan is lifted into the air from underneath I'm... Amber and knocks Amber over. No, I, I, I'm yanking Alan back. Nope, they cannot have him. And then at that moment, there's a like crackling from the subway and outlet on that same kind of electricity that Alan uses to like fly. Um, comes like bursting from the subway and she lands and a moment later boost on their like rocket shoes flies out of the subway and lands as well and outlet's like that's alan yeah can you get this kid to let him go boost lifts their foot and just like kind of blasts like magnetic energy kind of blast from their ankle and it catches alan and lifts alan into the air and boost then looks over their shoulder they've got great balance and they're looking at Amber, or they're actually looking at Alan, and they're like, 
Outlet, you didn't tell me that Amber said Alan was back. And Outlet looks at you and says, that's because Amber didn't tell me. Amber, I thought we were friends. I didn't know if he wanted people to know. Understood. Glad to know where your loyalties lie. Yikes, damn. And then she turns to that boost and she says, all right, we need to um, get Tyrannus taken in. I'm coming with him. Outlet looks at you and says, actually, I think you should stay here. You've done enough for the day. Oof. Is she shifting my labels? Uh, yeah, she is. She's shifting your danger up and your savior down. Okay, that's that's doable. So before they fly off, could Al do something? Yeah, you got time. Cool. So I assume like they've already turned. You said they had turned around, right? Yeah. Okay. So Al's gonna like portal in front of them and be like, "Hey, let me tell you, nobody dislikes that guy as much as I do. But I just taught those kids a valuable life lesson, and I'm not letting you screw it up. So leave in Alan." In the distance, you hear Lucy yell, "Hey!" Leave <laughs> Alan, or else I'm gonna have an issue. Outlet looks at you and she says, kid, I don't know what life lesson you taught these kids, but um, Alan is not going to be hurt. However, we do need to talk to him about what he has done. You can talk to him in a neutral setting where we know he's not in danger. Boost kind of steps forward, hopping on one foot because their other foot is being used to magnetically hold Alan in the air. And they're like, Alan was one of ours. We're well, not anything happened to him but now al alan is one of ours and outlet looks at you and says fine why don't all four of you come with us because a superhero cannot kill someone and have it not go unanswered that is a core tenet of saber so either you all come with us or we take him alone i'm coming with him i'm going as well he only just got back. He doesn't know what the aftermath was. Please know that. Is Lucy coming too? If I can get under out of under this mecha child, then yes. Yeah, I mean, the kid's still crying, but you can probably, like, peel yourself away. And I think uh, we cut the panel there. So we're going to cut in, and we're going to see the four of you. Alan is now awake. However, Alan is in uh, the power-reducing handcuffs, or the power-eliminating handcuffs that we have seen many, many times before. Alan is sitting at a table the three of you are sitting at a table behind him and sitting in front of him is glacier and glacier is looking at him and we cut in mid-conversation and glacier says look we don't want to punish you what you did ended up saving the city but there are three security guards whose lives were lost in that explosion and millions of dollars of city property destroyed I take responsibility for my actions, but I got sent back in time. What if they did too? I highly doubt that, since three bodies were recovered. Oh. Look, if it were up to me, we would give you a medal for your service. But it's not. And unfortunately, City Councilman Franklin Lamont is very eager to bring whoever is responsible to justice. Originally, he wanted to go after your team when you were gone, but now that you're back, you have a target on your back. Whatever the punishment must be, I accept it. Let's just get this over with. 
Okay. And during that panel, Al Alan's face is like very like low, and he's like staring at the ground as he says this. He doesn't ever ever in this entire conversation look up. Glacier looks at you and she says, "I don't want to have to do this, but unfortunately, I think on a charge of manslaughter, we're gonna have to try you in the criminal court. You'll be able to tell your whole story, but." It is officially time that the younger generation of heroes realizes just how dire these consequences can be. And you were one of ours. So if an example has to be made, it's going to have to be made from you. Al would like to speak up. I was going to like, just like point a finger and be like, tell you, you've never heard anyone on the job. Glacier looks up at Al and her eyes are, very angry and she says i have killed people on the job of course i have so why are you so high and mighty because the person i killed was my brother and i deal with that every day and i killed two other people and i raised their child and i deal with that every day we pay the cost and I'm sure Alan's going to pay that price every day. He was gone for four weeks, didn't know if anything was okay. As far as he knew, we were all dead. I'm sure those four weeks were hell for him. I don't think he needs a trial. And I don't think I need the advice of a 17-year-old kid. I appreciate your thoughts, but that is final. Alan, we're going to hold you here for a few weeks while dates are set. The rest of you, we will see you soon. And a couple saber operatives come and take Alan by the shoulders and walk him out of the room. Glacier gets up and leaves. And I think the last panel of this comic is the three of you sitting in this conference room alone. Oh, can we get a panel of like Amber and Alan locking eyes before he gets taken out? Absolutely. Amber and Alan make eye contact as Alan has walked from the room. Glacier leaves. And the last panel of this comic is the three of you sitting in this conference room alone. Moon Harbor Heroes is produced by Anthony Sheets and T.P. Hugh and edited by Anthony Sheets. Anthony can be found on Twitter at Icy New Year or at icingnewyear.com. T is the host of Incubator On Air, a new play podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. She can be found at Playwright on Twitter or tphuth94 on Instagram. Cataclysm Crew is GM'd by tphuth. Flyby is played by Jane Barry. You can find her at jane-tarzan on Twitter. Rascal King is played by me, Anthony Sheets. Machina is played by Elliot Peterson. She can be found at Elliot Yulin on Instagram. Blue Samurai is played by William Hendry. You can find him on Twitter at RockoutWill321 or on Steam as Cypress underscore Grunham. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at Beastly.Doodles or at Patreon.com slash Beautiful Beasties. The music of this issue is Mistake the Getaway by Kevin McLeod. A link to his website and the license will be in the show notes. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at moonharborcast.
If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell a friend. Word of mouth and five-star reviews are really the best way for us to keep bringing these stories to more people. If you'd like to support us financially, check us out on patreon.com slash moonharborheroes. Supporting us there will give you access to bonus episodes each month. And uh, thanks for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.